0: Since earning his JD from Thomas Jefferson School of Law, Jeff has proven himself as an entrepreneurial innovator. As a serial entrepreneur, Jeff's been recognized nationally for his business creations ranging from a quick-serve food chain, payroll and HR company, digital marketing agency, and construction company, among others. In addition, Jeff was named a Top 100 Entrepreneur in America under the age of 35 by Impact named a top 40 executive under 40 by the Business Journal, and was also recently a finalist for CEO of the Year. As a result of all his successes, Jeff was recently recruited by Forbes to be an entrepreneurship instructor at their Forbes School of Business and Technology. Combining his two biggest passions, entrepreneurship and healthy living, Jeff created the foundation Everbowl, has been built on, and his personal philosophy of making friends and having fun not only translated into a fun, vibrant culture at Everbowl, but also became the company's true heartbeat. Excited to welcome Jeff Fenster to Making Bank. Fast forward to today, I'm able to use reflection
1: and define what those things were, right? And so like my my core values, the number top two are make friends and have fun. And really that's part of sales. Um, Sales has this, if you're not in sales, it has this bad, connotation to sure. some people, like, oh, I'm not a salesperson. Well, everyone is selling something, right? Your ideas at work, um, your products, your services, the reason why you should get the promotion or you should have the opportunity, or why you want why your kids should eat their vegetables. You're trying to convince somebody to behave or do something based on your own knowledge and expertise. And you hopefully think it's good for them. It's the bad salespeople are the people who are selling products and services they don't believe in. Mm-hmm. So that's where that icky salesy feeling comes right. from. But as a concept for human development, whether you're just starting out or, or you're a parent or you're an entrepreneur or you're an employee, being able to sell your ideas and convince somebody about something that you're passionate about and believe in is critical to success. The number one of the number one questions I get asked is how do you scale so fast? Like everyone sees my company scale, they wanna know, well, vertical integration allows you to scale because it starts many snowballs down the mountain and you just need the snowball to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow, and grow until it hits the bottom. And so the key for us is how many of these snowballs can we start and how can we help them run into each other? So two snowballs become one bigger snowball and the momentum gets faster and bigger. And so when you open a restaurant, there's a whole lot of problems you have to solve. How do you get customers in the door? How do you do marketing? How do you cut costs down? How do you build them? How do you handle all these things? So by us building our own stores, we've cut the upfront capital down so I can build more stores for the same amount of cash which is great because right. more stores means more advertising, which means more customers, which means more uh, opportunity for people to exceed the brand, which is more brand awareness, which will hopefully drive more sales back to the original stores and my brand grows. The other thing is I've gotten a lot of media attention and another question is how do you get all that? Well, you do stuff that's worthy of media attention. You do media worthy things and just running a restaurant is not media worthy. Opening what we did in our second year in, in business, we opened 14 stores in San Diego in 12 months, two on the same day, twice, all of a sudden in San Diego, we were doing yeah. something that was media worthy. So the media is like, well, how are you doing this? Well, now I get to talk about Everble. I get to talk about WeBuild. So when I do that, that solves the next problem that everyone asks me, how do I fix? How do you hire and find good talent? Talent likes growth companies. Talent wants to put their hit, you know, hitch their wagon on, on something that's exploding. So when you have a cool company that seems to be opening a new store every two, three, four weeks, with a cool brand that that seems to get a lot of media attention. I want to work with them. So now we're recruiting good rock stars, which enables us to do what we're already doing better and faster, which allows us to grow more, which does more media attention, which gets us more people. And so it's a self-fulfilling prophecy as our snowball continues to roll down the hill. As a business owner, what is rule number one? Stay in business today. What's rule number two? Stay in business tomorrow, (laughs) right? So the bigger the runway that we can build as fast as we can, the better. And so, you know, when you look at our competitors, they don't have their own superfood brand. They don't build their own stores. So now, uh, fast forward to COVID, you know, when COVID hit and it wiped a lot of us, us being QSR restaurants down and out until the PPP and all this, we made a different pivot. We pivoted to franchise because we were corporately run until then. Okay. And so, so ultimately, And and based on the premise of the show, you know, for entrepreneurs, like what you have to always maintain in your head is the number one strength we have. The number one thing we have to get ourselves out of jams is options, right? So, by vertically integrating your business, you have options. What I genuinely think is the most important thing that that people need to start thinking about in their company is how do I create options? How do I start these snowballs? And it's not always starting your own company. It just applied for me, but it could be partnerships or acquisitions, or it could be you know mitigating you know there's a thing i always tell my my oldest daughter when she's like dad i have this problem i'm like all right well before we answer it let's assess what if we do something different is that problem even still there you know Mm -hmm. like yeah there's always something else you can do and it's going to have unintended good and bad consequences so once we figure that out you just start to reverse engineer what do we need to do and these things work like they really do i mean you look at companies like mcdonald's you know mcdonald's is the largest toy manufacturer in the world because they manufacture toys for the Happy Meal and they don't sell a single toy. Right, <laughs> but they're the largest, right? They have the they own all that land, all on, land. Um, under their stores. They're a real estate company, right? And so they've mitigated a ton of their downside and all that. I mean, if, if tomorrow McDonald's had to close, they could become a toy store and sell toys to all the other stores and the, they, they have the infrastructure. So those are the cool things you learn along the entrepreneur journey. Everbowl is built to be affordable, filling, delicious, and accessible, because once you've eaten Everbowl, and we can address those four excuses, now we could be an, a, an option for you. Now we can make it to where you're going to come and eat. And that last one accessibility means we have to open stores all over the place. Yeah, We have to be in that little shopping center for you so you can come and have that option. And so with Drew, I think he saw what Unevolved was about. He saw the why behind Everbowl. He saw what Everbowl was trying to solve. And as he transitions from uh, the NFL now to his post NFL life, which he's doing, you know, uh, NFL tonight or Sunday night football commentating, but he's also looking into business and he's a business owner, he wants to give back. And he knows, as a top tier athlete, what it takes to to be successful. And he wants to get behind brands like Everbowl. And so it was great. That coupled with the media attention and our growth and all the things we talked about, once he saw under the hood, he saw that this is a brand I want to be a part of and we wanted him to be a part of. And so it was a natural fit. The number one excuse I hear that drives me absolutely crazy is I don't have time. And, um, I have two kids, a 16 year old and a 10 year old and a business have three businesses and travel a lot. And, uh, I'm going to give everyone a little life hack. It's basically the power of four minutes, but the average snooze button is eight minutes long. So what I'm about to tell you times two, but if you take four minutes a day and do something, at the end of a year, that's 24 hours of time. So you can literally learn a new language in 24 hours of study, and that's four minutes a day for 365 days is 24 hours. And so if you stop hitting snooze even once, that's two full days a year that you can regain, even if you just allocate those four minutes or those eight minutes to whatever it is you're trying to sharpen your skills on, learn, advance yourself, because you have to be learning because the world's always changing, even in your business. Don't, Don't become tired. One of the reasons that I've been able to penetrate new markets with zero experiences because most people in the industry are doing it the exact same way they've always done it. And they're lost in the forest for the trees because they've been living it for too long and I can come in with fresh eyes. So use those four to eight minutes a day. And all of a sudden you're going to find that you're honing new skills and really learning
0: new things. And the I don't have time thing will go away and you'll, you'll see serious advancement. Awesome. That's a super cool life hack. I haven't heard that one before, so that, that's great. Some different variations, but not not that specifically, and uh, that's awesome. Uh, Jeff, again, uh, just honored to have you on Making Bank today, sharing your insights and uh, having you on the show. So thank you for your time. I am Josh Felber. You are watching Making Bank. Get out and be extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Making Bank.